Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Lead Volunteers Podcast. My name is Josh Denhart. Super grateful that you're here. It is an honor. Uh, we get a lot of feedback, right? And people will get a hold of us and say uh, that this is encouraging to them. And that is deeply encouraging to me. I had a young lady get a hold of me and she said, wow, I was setting up for an event and putting chairs upon chairs upon chairs. And she said, and this, your podcast is really encouraging to me. And so those things are an encouragement to me. Well, so I'm sitting on the couch, right, with my daughter, Hannah. She's uh, a senior in high school, and we were talking about ministry, and she's involved in ministry at a camp, camp ministry, and she is a, a counselor there. My wife and I were actually counselors at that very same camp, and so it's kind of a full circle fun experience. And so it's neat to be able to talk with her about her life experiences in the trenches of frontline frontline ministry. And so, hello, Hannah. Hi. And so here we were, we were sitting on the couch and you said, wow, we should have it. We should be on a podcast again. <laughs> and lo and behold, I was like, well, let's just do it right now. Yeah. yeah. So it's nice to have it all set up. We can push record really exactly. fast. Well, the concept that we're talking about is God may be heavily at work when mm -hmm. we actually feel like we are all thumbs and it's not working mm -hmm. and that sometimes when it's challenging we can feel almost like deserted by god right but the reality is that he's still at work even when we don't feel it and it's when we don't feel it that i feel like he is almost working the hardest because right. when we see the fruit of what he's doing it's it's all the more beautiful and encouraging right. Right. Mm -hmm. The funny thing is, is, isn't that the essence of faith? Oh, absolutely. That it's confidence in what you do not see. Confidence in what you do not see. And so when you don't feel that he's working, mm -hmm. trusting that he is always mm -hmm. working behind the scenes, that is the essence of faith. Yeah. And the Bible says also that it's without faith, it's impossible to please him. Exactly. And to have gone through challenging things where mm -hmm. it felt like God was absent, but then to look back and see all the different ways he's been working has created such a deep trust in mm -hmm. my life mm -hmm. that now I know that I can rely on him. Right. So with, like, okay, so our own personal history, mm -hmm. you go through a hard thing and you're like, and where is God? Yeah. And then at the end, you're like, oh my word. He was everywhere. He was everywhere and he was integrally involved in the mm -hmm. details. And then that gives you confidence in mm -hmm. a future time. Exactly. When you feel mm -hmm. like you're alone, you're like, whoa, 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 hold on. Mm -hmm. I, it, it's muscle. It, yeah, it's like a, like muscle memory. Muscle memory. It's faith mm -hmm. muscle memory. And like it's getting accustomed to Ooh. relying on him mm -hmm. because it's a, I think it's a practice thing. It is. Mm -hmm. It is. And I like the idea of getting accustomed to relying on him or mm -hmm. even oh, as uncomfortable as this feels <laughs> getting accustomed to the idea that I am not likely always going to feel mm -hmm. his presence yeah. as closely as I might mm -hmm. in another time. Exactly. That doesn't necessarily mean that I believe any less. And as, as a yeah. matter of fact, that's where my belief is strengthened. Mm -hmm. It's like, um, I mean, I don't remember, but like, okay, take Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, for mm -hmm, example. Mm -hmm. They trusted God before they went in the fire, but imagine how much more they trusted God when they walked out of that fire. <laughs> <laughs> Preach that. And one of my favorite things about that particular passage, Hannah, is when they said to Nebuchadnezzar, hey, listen, mm -hmm. um, our God is going to save us, 
And if he doesn't, mm-hmm. we're still not going to bow down. And he's still good. He's still good. Mm-hmm. And we still believe in him. Like our belief in him is not based on yes. whether he saves us or not. Ooh. It is, mm-hmm. it is, it is, period. Mm-hmm. Um, but how funny. I've never thought about that. Yeah. That all of a sudden they were like, like, that's a pretty big moment. Yeah. And then it's it's insane. Yeah. Just to like, oh. Well, how about that? How about how much stronger their faith was on the backside? Now, mm-hmm. don't forget, those guys actually had quite a few experiences. Yeah. And if you were to look back at the mm-hmm. book of Daniel, I mean, they were pretty young yeah, kids. They were little. And they trusted the Lord with mm-hmm. the, the don't, with the vegetable thing. <laughs> and then with the vegetables, God came mm-hmm. through for them. And so yeah. their faith was increased. Yes. And they're like, okay. Faithful little, faithful and much. Faithful and little, faithful and much. And they can, can, they can trust God in that. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing was when Nebuchadnezzar had a couple of psycho dreams. Yeah. And he's like, okay, historically, mm-hmm. all of the, like, yeah. The, the magician people and all of the wise sages, mm-hmm. I would tell you my dream and then you would tell me some really bizarre <laughs> interpretation. He goes, y'all are fakes. Mm-hmm. He said, this time around, you have to tell me my dream yeah. and then tell me. They said, oh, that can't happen. He goes, well, fantastic. I'm going to cut off all your heads. <laughs> right? For real. And so then Daniel mm-hmm. and his friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, all went back and prayed their hearts out and yeah. were like, God... You've got to do this mm-hmm. based on the idea that they were in a pickle Yep. with the veggies. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. <laughs> right. And, and God came through mm-hmm. with that. And so then their faith muscle was strong enough to ask him for this. And then he yeah. came through for that. Mm-hmm. So it's this progressive it thing. It's a pattern. It's a pattern. Mm-hmm. And I want to be a part of that pattern. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I want to be found faithful and not crumble under mm-hmm. pressure. Right. Yeah. So you were telling me a story earlier that kind of was the impetus for us saying, oh, my mm-hmm. word, that would be fun to talk about. Yeah. So you were at Hidden Acres, the camp that my wife and I worked at. By the way, yes. a lot of people think <laughs> that you, we met there and it's not yeah. true. Would have been kind of cute if you did. Would have been kind of cute <laughs> if we did. But it was the time it was actually at camp where I was like, mm-hmm. dang. Yeah. I was like, dang, not only is she cute. But she's got character. Yeah, she loves I, the Lord. Yes, she loves the Lord. Can I tell you one of the one of the ways that I saw? Yeah. I don't know if you even know this, but we were out at Pizza Hut on the weekends. You know how y'all go out on the weekends? We go to Walmart. Go to Walmart. And so we, we went to Pizza Hut and I watched other girls treat the waitress rude. And mm-hmm. Sarah, my wife, your mom, didn't do that. Mm-hmm. And it was just like these little small things that I was like, wow, she's got character. Mm-hmm. And the way that she handled campers and all that. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just That's a combination. A little sidetrack. Yeah. Um, but we worked there. You worked there. And we were the impetus of this conversation was, hey, what to tell mm-hmm. about that first week of camp, I think last summer. Yes. Summer of 2021. 2021. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was week one. We had just come come out of staff training. Mm-hmm. We were fired up, ready for the summer. And then... This was the first week, like, kids are now... First week, kids are here with they're, they're first full week. swing. Full swing. And majority of us as counselors had a tough week. Like, it, it was just an extremely grueling, hard, difficult week. Everyone was feeling defeated. Yes. It, it was just, it was hard. That's just like the fact of it. However, at camp, there's this salvation bell. 
And when oh, yeah. someone makes a decision for Christ, they get to go and ring the bell. And it's like a it's a big bell up on a pole. Mm-hmm. It's only to, they don't ring this for breakfast. No. It's like this is kind of I would say it's it's kind of a sacred piece yeah, of camp. And so like when it, whenever it's rang, that means somebody has made a decision. And for then Christ. everyone cheers. It's kind of like a party. It's really fun. And so you can hear it all throughout all camp. over camp. And so everybody's like, oh, like, my word. Yeah, we all get really excited. Yeah, that's for so it. cool. Yes. So there's this bell. We were all having this really challenging week. However, that bell was going off like crazy. Sunday night, camp had barely started. Kids were ringing that bell, making decisions for the Lord. And so, although our week was very challenging and very tough, there were over 100 decisions made for Christ in that week alone. Right. And so, what we were talking about before we clicked record was... When it's hard, mm-hmm. that does that is not mm-hmm. a direct indication as to whether or not God is working. Mm-hmm. Quite possibly, you were doing battle yeah. in the spiritual oh, realms, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And and in of course, the prince of darkness mm-hmm. does not want us. No, he doesn't want that bell to be rung. He does not want that bell to be rung. And what that bell represents is someone transferring from the yeah. kingdom of darkness into the kingdom mm-hmm. of, of God's beloved son. And so, of course, we should expect it to be mm-hmm. hard. Yes. Which was kind of, it was almost a rude awakening. Right. Because I'm glad you had that experience. Yeah, actually. me too. Yes. Yeah. It, it, it's like a rude awakening. Why? Because sometimes the Christian life is projected to be like easy, fun. Right. But then you go to your first week of your second summer at the summer camp and you're like, this is hard. This is yes, not is. fun. Right. Right. And I think that's good for the listeners to hear <laughs> yeah. that, that, that ministry is hard. It's an uphill grind. Mm-hmm. It is not. Yeah. And you're, you're literally, you're, you've been enlisted in mm-hmm. the army. Exactly. What's that little kid song? Um, Oh, um, it's like, I, mean, I may never march in, 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 but I'm in the Lord's army. Yes, sir. <laughs> right. So, but that's the deal. And, and, you know, it may be a cute song, mm-hmm. but it there's is, truth behind there's it. truth behind it. And we are in a battle and ministry is rough. Mm-hmm. It's rough. And you can, what were some of the challenges that you guys were experiencing, by the way? Um, a little bit of spiritual warfare. Sure. Which, I mean, hard and heavy, but hard and heavy, but it's the truth because we are. And I think that that we ought as believers in a ministry context and not forget that this is a spiritual battle. Mm -hmm. I mean, give me a break. And like if Jesus is real, so is the devil. That's exactly right. And guess what? Um, The Bible says that God does not sleep or slumber. Well, neither does the enemy of God. (laughs) Uh, Now, God, of course, um, is all powerful, mm-hmm. all knowing, all good, mm-hmm. and he is working all things, even the actions of the enemy, yes. towards his own predetermined yeah. good will. And God is good. All of it is for his glory. It is. Which is so cool to have a difficult thing, which in the moment it's hard to remember that God is like working through it and like it is all for his glory. Mm-hmm. But like I said, like looking back and you can see all like little sprinkles of where God yeah. was and how it truly all does. It goes to glorify him. It does. It does. And what, okay. So I remember back in the day, I don't know if you guys do this at camp, but we had a song that we sang at the end of staff meeting after the whole entire grueling week of camp. We sang this song. We um, I'm not even able to remember. I'll remember it later. Um, but we had this like acapella song that we just belted out. Mm-hmm. 
and it was like this this defining moment mm-hmm. of that we were looking back at all mm-hmm. of the hard things and it was you know mm-hmm. and we we entrust the rest and of the you lord you gave it to the lord gave yeah it to the lord yeah mm-hmm. um now you were talking about a passage of scripture right as we were getting oh, ready to click second corinthians yes talk to us um i do not remember what verse specifically but the general mm-hmm. vibe vibe of the verse a little snippet um it says but my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in your weakness mm-hmm. and that was a big thing that i learned at the summer at like summer camp this year mm-hmm. um was that things that i see as personal fa- failures or like just things that i struggle with mm-hmm. those are being used for god's glory wow mm-hmm. wow and and so we take he actually, Paul even says, in a sense, take confidence. Yeah. Take like confidence. Own it. Yeah. Own mm-hmm. the idea that you have a weakness. You're beset mm-hmm. with a weakness because I'm going to work th- yeah. through you, even with that. And use that. And use that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not, that's like, this is not like the, you know, um, like a uh, uh, felt board. Oh, really? Like, right. They're really in Sunday school. Yeah, yeah. Like the felt board. You know, really. You know, Jesus ooh. loves you. Yeah, this is the hard stuff. No. Mm-hmm. And learning that, I was able to see things that I saw as struggles in my life, and as like, like deficiencies, deficiencies, and like things that I was insecure about. I was able to see those being used to further the kingdom of God. Yeah. And that was so cool because I started to see my personal shortcomings mm-hmm. as blessings because I was able to use my hard experiences and the stuff I struggle with in order to speak into my campers' lives. Right. And I like I knew how to help them because I'd gone through it myself. And so so your own your own inadequacies, mm-hmm. which you thought were a liability, mm-hmm. actually turned into a benefit. Yeah. <laughs> which I mean, yeah, but then I was so grateful. Like I struggle with a lot of anxiety in my life. Mm-hmm. And so to have a camper who also struggled with that, mm-hmm. but then for me to be able to whip out all these verses that I knew had comforted me and watch them be comforted too, so powerful. And so it really was. It's yes. like, you know, when Daniel, ki- no, David, not Daniel, David killed the bears and the lions and then mm-hmm. he rolled up and he killed goliath because he'd had practice right. had he practice. had experience exactly girl right <laughs> that's what i'm saying <laughs> so the funny thing is that it's humbling mm-hmm. i don't i don't i don't want to have weaknesses Mm-mm. quite honestly yeah and i you know i would rather actually like have a pretty pristine cleaned yeah. up just walk it out mm-hmm. kind of life um Sorry, but also the fact that verse says my power is made perfect through Mm -hmm. your weakness and that God, he's so powerful. But the fact that he sees me and my Mm -hmm. broken, sinful little heart Mm -hmm. and says, I can use this in order to perfect my power. Yeah. In order to showcase my power in the most powerful, in the most powerful way. Yeah. Okay. So that's really cool. So there's a special passage to me in the book of Ephesians mm-hmm. where it says that that he places us mm. on pedestals yes. in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. On pedestals to showcase to the heavenly realms, mm-hmm. to the angels and the fallen angels. I want you to see Hannah mm-hmm. or see Josh 
fallen as they are, mm-hmm. look what I'm able to do. The word a trophy, mm-hmm. the Bible says, a trophy of his grace. Mm-hmm. Grace, of course, is yes. unmerited favor. Mm-hmm. So it, it helps encourage me that I am on display. Yeah. My life is on display mm-hmm. in front of the heavenly realms yes. to say, look how good I am mm-hmm. that I'm willing to yeah. use and work with them. Exactly. And so, but it was in your, it was in your, here's the other thing. It was in your working out of mm-hmm. the pain mm-hmm. of having anxiety. Yeah. You looking to the scriptures, mm-hmm. God choosing to comfort you through mm-hmm. the scriptures. Then you had an arsenal of things yeah. to comfort somebody exactly. else. And so if all of a sudden you're going to be this passive person who's just sitting mm-hmm. on your butt, yeah. not looking at the scriptures. Nothing's going to happen. Then you don't have an arsenal. Exactly. So... God provided for you. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you this. Would you say, Hannah, that um, like as you were observing these girls with anxiety mm-hmm. in your cabins and stuff and you were able to minister to them, would you, so ha, has that helped you in any way with your own sense of anxiety? Because you still struggle with yeah, it. Yeah, I definitely still struggle with it. Um, I would say that I de- it's definitely still a struggle. Them having anxiety didn't necessarily make mine better but it changed the way i looked at it also instead of me looking inward and being ashamed and upset and like angry mm. at myself for wow. dealing with it i or was having it or having it and i was i was able to look and be like god gave this to me for a reason mm-hmm. i it's not fun but it's here for a purpose right right and so it reframed it a little bit. it reframed the way i looked at it which honestly i think is made it in a sense more manageable because i'm not like at, you're not at its at it, you're, you're not subject to its will mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. actually are above it in mm-hmm. a way and, and I, I get that yeah and i get that mm-hmm. um and i i think also one thing that you mentioned about finding like talk about the euphoria or the good feelings after mm-hmm. that week of camp and after it was that hard mm-hmm. well we were like, we were like, it can only get better from here. Right, because it was that hard. It, it was so hard. But there was this beauty to yeah. say, look what happened. And look what our God did and look yes. how he moved. Right. And in the midst of our hurting and our pain, look at what he did. Because right. our like, our, our problems, they don't hinder him. They don't stop him. That's right. And there's this great passage out of, second corinthians 4 i believe where it says mm-hmm. um it's that passage about jars of clay yeah right mm-hmm. and you know um uh, hand that to me would you i'm gonna your look bible? it up yeah you're fine you got yeah. enough slack she's moving okay. with her headphones on While to get the bible. Up, i'm gonna say something yeah, please my friend helene shout out helene yes love her to death um she uses this analogy in her testimony mm-hmm. that says if you put a light in a jar you can't see the light. Mm-hmm. But if the light, if the jar has cracks, the light comes through. Well, how about that? Yeah, isn't that cool? That is cool. To think about how like we're the jar and God is the light. And so when we're like, we have cracks mm-hmm. and we're a little bit messed up, that God's light is able to shine through us. Yeah, that's really the truth. Mm-hmm. And so our, his, his, his perfection mm-hmm. is made perfect in yeah. our weakness. Okay. Second uh, Corinthians four, seven, it says this, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels or jars of clay mm-hmm. that the surpassing greatness of the power may be of God and not of ourselves. Mm -hmm. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not despairing, Mm -hmm. persecuted, but not forsaken, struck Mm -hmm. down, 
but not destroyed. Always carrying about in the body the dying of Jesus so mm-hmm. that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in the body. And mm-hmm. it, this whole passage ends with this. Four, all things are... For, no, 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 not true. Hang on. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, here it is. This is the word I want to say. Uh, verse 17. For momentary light affliction is producing mm-hmm. for us an mm-hmm. eternal weight of glory far beyond mm-hmm. comparison. So mm-hmm. the hard mm-hmm. things actually are the good things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you mentioned also before we clicked record about the hardships that we as American Christians mm-hmm. simply don't experience. And so mm-hmm. therefore, in a sense, believers overseas mm-hmm. have a far greater Christian experience, mm-hmm. even though we would not wish that upon anyone. Yeah. And like part of it is that the Bible and the gospel is so accessible to us. It is on our phones. And so in some sense, it becomes like, mm-hmm. I don't want to say less, but like it's at our fingertips. Whereas right. Christians overseas to have a Bible Mm-hmm. is a privilege and a blessing and in some places illegal absolutely which adds like a level of excitement to it right right and there's a passage in the book of of proverbs it's actually kind of this totally obscure passage yeah. and it says this um a sated man mm-hmm. loathes honey that means a saturated person like, like you're you're full mm, a sated person doesn't want it loathes mm. hates honey mm. But to a famished man, yeah. any bitter thing is sweet. Mm-hmm. Let me say that again. A sated man loathes honey, but to a famished man, any bitter thing is sweet. And so mm-hmm. a page of scripture overseas oh. is mm-hmm. like a, a, a morsel that they would cherish. Oh, yeah. And we are flippant. Yeah, often. and we're complacent. Yeah, we are complacent. And then to think about talking with like people and campers who are like, why doesn't this feel like fun and exciting to me? Hmm. But then to be like, well, because like for us, it's easy just to sit around. But then mm-hmm. I think about like the first church and the early church mm-hmm. who are pers- like in like the church now outside of like America, America. It's, it's like an adventure, you right. know, like, right. can you imagine like preaching the gospel and then the Romans roll up and you just got to book it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember when we used to watch. Um, all of those little cartoons, the nest videos, the nest videos, the but missionary also ones. missionary ones. Mm-hmm. And those things were hard. Yeah. Those things were hard. But it also opened my eyes to like the reality of what it truly looks like to live a life surrendered to God, mm-hmm. because it includes risk and it with no risk, risk, there's no reward. And the funny thing is with somebody who, who truly does struggle with anxiety, mm-hmm. risk oh, is scares me. <laughs> yes. It's, it's your nemesis mm-hmm. risk is your nemesis mm-hmm. and playing it safe is is where you would love to stay yes but hey we're working on that i mean we may or may not have pierced my ears at home oh my word <laughs> that was so funny i was almost like we had our own little counseling session so here yeah. we were and she comes upstairs she goes dad pierce my ear and i was like no <laughs> let's go pierce it someplace else and she was like no let's do it and i was like girl this is part of the therapy yeah. and so i took a huge needle and just rammed it through <laughs> your ear what a terrible but good dad no it was fun it was fun it's, you know like you know in the movie what about bob mm-hmm, love that how he's like the death therapy oh <laughs> oh my word so if you've not seen the movie what about bob it's about this guy who's got a horrendous amount of psychological fear issues in and fear in his life and so all of a sudden <laughs> oh yeah, yeah so that's that's my version 
Yeah. So like Mm -hmm. if so, basically the therapist who goes crazy because Bob is crazy ends up strapping Bob to (laughs) bombs, bombs. And Bob is like, oh, my word, you're the best therapist therapist I've ever had. had. Now I've faced my worst fears and I'm healed. Yeah. And so then he somehow gets off of the bombs, which Mm -hmm. it's crazy movie if you haven't seen it. But, But the idea is when. When you when when you have faced your fears mm-hmm. and none of them have come true, it, yeah. you can roll forward. Exactly. So, but the idea is that your anxiety mm-hmm. would want to keep you in a safe space. Mm-hmm. But the fun and the adventure yes. of being a Christian comes outside of your comfort zone. Comes outside of your comfort zone. Um, even go ahead. And I also feel like sometimes in Western Christianity. It is. It can be preached that like living a Christian life is fun, easy, and no, 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 no. But the and it's rea- going to produce material yeah. wealth for you, and going to mm-hmm. have absolutely yeah. no no hardship. But the reality is, it is hard. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh shoot. Oh, but the truth of it is, Christianity not always going to feel fun. That's exactly. There right. are times when it is hard, and like it's hard. And, and so, sharing your faith is hard. And obeying, mm-hmm. obeying is hard yes and so to accept that like that idea that it's not always going to feel like a walk in the park or like a praise and worship set where you're Mm -hmm. absolutely on the mountaintop and you're on fire for god and sometimes it's gonna feel like just kind of crummy and in but i I, that therein lies the essence of faith exactly you put one foot in front of the Mm -hmm. other and you're you're committed to the lord you're committed to this cause and when you find god in the moments of hard how refreshing to your soul that feels right it it is and it's Mm -hmm. found in his word Mm -hmm. it's found with people it's found in experiences Mm -hmm. like working at gnosis and epinosis right okay you (laughs) took the words out of my mouth i wasn't going to share that (laughs) But I preached a message um, about the difference between what the Bible calls, well, the English translations translate it knowledge, mm-hmm. but there's really two words. There's mm-hmm. gnosis, that's intimate knowledge, but epinosis is standing upon mm-hmm. that knowledge. And it's a, it's like an exceptional form of knowledge mm-hmm. because you're ex- it's experiential yeah. knowledge. Mm-hmm. You couldn't have it sitting on your butt and reading your Bible. Mm-hmm got to go out you got to go out and as you go out and do something you're Mm going to have a knowledge of god an experiential Mm -hmm. an experience with him and then it deepens that Mm -hmm. knowledge because you've stepped out and god has been faithful and what you've read in the bible you have experienced exactly like when we went through a really challenging thing about two years ago in the winter Mm -hmm. i had read my bible i knew that god was faithful i'd read the old testament and seen how he showed up for his people time and time again yes but it wasn't until he showed up for us and our family that I truly understood just how faithful he is. Right. And so you had, when I say sit on your butt and read your Bible, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm no. saying that's a great you thing. You have to do you, that. You, that that's, <laughs> you, you can't have epinosis yes. without gnosis. Mm-hmm. So sitting and reading our Bibles and logging time in mm-hmm. the scriptures, right? Logging time. That provides then mm-hmm. the stepping stones upon mm-hmm. which you can place your feet yes. and have that experiential the solid knowledge. foundation. Exactly. Girl, Absolutely. Give me some, give me some of that. Yeah. There we go. Well, gang, this has been fun. Thank you for allowing us to record a special conversation that we were just having here at my office. Yeah. Why not? So this has been the Lead Volunteers Podcast. We want you, ministry leader, to understand that you, if you have struggles and you're like, oh, drama, <laughs> I have my struggles, you're fine. 
Uh, mm-hmm. You're amongst friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other thing, too, is when it is the hardest, that is quite possibly when God is working the strongest. Well, gang, thank you guys so much for listening in, and we'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>